0: Action pack awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to Kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Meta Human Affairs or DMA and check it out right
1: now.
2: Right into because I do all the intro and everything in post, so we'll just know. okay. I'll just hit re- or, yeah, I'll hit record on my end as well, get my audio going, and uh, yeah, man, we'll link all this up. All right, brother.
1: All right, I'm recording, so. Cool. We are recording right now, yeah.
2: Right on the Metal Shark Bros, Bob France and Kevin Cuff. How are you doing, fellers?
1: Well, we're, well, to be we fair, did. well, I'm good too. But to be fair, it's only two of the four, because yeah, I like the four horsemen. There's four of us, and, <laughs> and to be honest, I think we give Chaz maybe too much credit sometimes. I don't know if he's <laughs> gonna hear this. But no, but there are four of us. He's gonna
0: listen to this one just because you said that. No, I'm good. I'm going that, That's talented. our luck. Yeah, we're like, like, yeah, to hear this, we were talking you up, and then he'd be like, oh, no, you weren't.
2: <laughs>
1: and the thing no. is, he, he lives in my town. Like, we live in the same town, basically. I live in Cincinnati. He lives right across the river in Kentucky. And I never, I've never met him. Weird, right? That's weird. How common so are that way, right?
2: It's totally weird, man. It says so much for this industry, though. Like, proximity means nothing as far as uh, you know, value and relationships relationships and all of this stuff Yeah, like i
1: have books for him that i could just drive to his house but like <laughs> i'm not doing that That's <laughs> it's true oh
2: it's man true. well i haven't had Chaz on yet and walter uh, he we're we're working something out he keeps saying i mean we're we're gonna we're gonna nail this down you ain't never talking now. to walter
1: never <laughs> walter's yeah, good, <laughs>
2: He's a recluse.
1: Kevin and I barely
2: talk to him, man. Like, oh, man, I'll get yeah. him. You'll see. You'll oh, see. I'm
0: telling you all. He's <laughs> <I'll be> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing will ever happen.
0: He's like, unless you want to do my YouTube channel and stuff. You make a cocktail? No, nah, then we ain't talking. That's <laughs>
2: right. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, this isn't the first time I've had you guys on the show. So welcome back for sure. I'm a huge fucking Metal Shark Bro fan. Um, I've, I've got my Kickstarter in the mail and I've, I've, I've burnt through this book, man. I've actually, there's, the pages are falling out. I've read it twice. already. Yeah. Of, dude. The, of the second one? Of the second one, man. The
0: um, pages are falling out? That's th- yeah. One. Well,
2: I mean, to be fair, it kind of looked like the postman had a... F- fucking vendetta against the thing when it arrived see that's what i've
1: heard too like i guess uh, well some of the books i guess got beat up in in the post office so i guess what we're gonna have to do next time kevin is get those thicker like cardboard slides that people mailers
2: yeah Yeah, yeah, like the legal envelopes or something no no no. no.
1: they make like a cardboard foldy thing Uh It's like an origami cardboard thing that you like oh yeah yeah, okay yeah those we'll have to get those folders Yeah, yeah, yeah Because I feel Uh, bad because like you're like the third or fourth person that has said like, yeah, my book was kind of beat up. Now when I signed it, because the only way to sign it was I had to break the cover because there's like a little line on the cover in order to sign them. So I had to fold that over. So that was one fold. I don't know why I'm telling you all this. It's completely pointless. But then I stuck (laughs) it in an envelope and I guess the envelopes weren't as good as they needed to be. So next time we will use the Gemini ones because it it sounds unimportant, but it's not because – we care about the Kickstarter and we care about the backers and we want the people who back the book to be completely satisfied. And if they're not, then that makes me feel sad. Right? Like that's, that's a bummer to me because you gave us your harder than 20 bucks to back this book. You showed some faith in us. And it makes me sad when people don't get their books the way I think they should.
2: Well, to be fair, I knew I was gonna read the hell out of this book anyways. So it was it's it's it was it was coming. The the, the pages were gonna fall, fall out eventually. It was just I'm telling you, man, this I've i read it twice. I, well, I love if you, this.
1: If you want me to send you another one, let me know. Is what uh,
2: I'm saying. Well, I don't know, we'll talk about all right, that. We'll I, talk I know about I, it. Yeah, we'll talk not that big of a deal. I know that I ordered the um the the, the covers and stuff, the exclusive web store covers and all that stuff from Scout. Um, for okay. whatever reason, my LCS is not getting Scout comics. So I just started going to, and I know. So I just started
1: going to Scout itself. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah, man. I cut out the middle man. Whatever. Well, I know when uh, the pandemic, Scout was doing, like, if you, well, I guess we're still in the pandemic. I don't know if yeah. the web store is still doing it, but I know that for a while, Scout was doing, if you mentioned your kicks, your local comic shop in your order, the, Scout would give, like, a percentage to the shop.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah no, so I definitely. thought that was
1: that was a really cool thing that they did. It's been it's been nice working with Scout Comics, man. We can't say enough nice stuff about them.
2: Yeah, well, that's actually something I I definitely had in my notes here for this. Because um, Scout's the shit. Like they're really, I mean, they're they're one of the smaller ones, but they're they're breaking barriers already with the you know being fully confident in just self distribution and having the web store and all of that and just the, the things that they do to to still make sure that the stores are still supportive and all of that. So I mean, like as, as as creators, are they showing you guys that same type of love or is this, is this one of those things where it's a a PR thing, like a, like a Nike or Amazon every on the, on the outside, everything's happy and our workers love us. But on the inside, (laughs) is is scout really the shit? Because I I got a lot of indie creators that come at me and say, Hey man, you talk to a lot of these people and I'm thinking about submitting. And a lot of times I do say scout. So I want to make sure I'm sending people the right way
0: definitely i would say um with uh charlie uh who's the new publisher and uh james i mean no, they've no, charlie
1: been... Charlie is the editor-in-chief oh editor-in-chief yes, i'm sorry james is the publisher yes, my, bad.
0: my bad um so with both of them working in tandem like they they're they're very thorough uh it's like james handles a lot of the um business end and stuff and and charlie deals with the creators directly um and a lot of a lot of stuff is good with charlie because charlie is as a creator himself um, yes man
2: white ash is the shit it's the best book that a lot of people haven't heard of yet but they'll see
0: yeah so like see what i mean and and not only that but charlie really cares about the creators that are on scout because of his relationship with the creators and being a creator himself
2: yeah, I knew as soon as I saw the announcement of his promotion that, you know, I felt pretty good about my suggestions to to other creators saying, oh, you want to go to Scout, man. I know some good people over there. And really, it, it's it's rare I find a bad book that hits their shelves. So Metal Shark Bro, man, this is not an exception. Not an exception. Um, you guys know me. I'm, I've am i got my little mini fig up here, my, my custom Metal Shark Bro. This is, I mean, I'm... I'm a fucking super fan. I got my pin on my jacket. Oh, I, I see it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, just,
1: to be honest with you, man, I'm glad you liked the second book.
0: As, as Do you like it as much as the first one, Brian? Let's, can, let's I, interview I was, you.
1: He's not going to be like, yeah, it's great. But then he can be like, man, that shit sucks. I mean,
0: no, I, I, <laughs> he might. You never know. He might be like, "I was waiting to get you on to tell you guys how bad the second one sucks compared to the on, first one." Put you guys it's on blast. That's, That's, That's exactly, you on blast. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: exactly
0: on what Twitters. Walter
2: said. When I asked Walter, you want to come on the podcast?" I just read Metal Shark. But I was like, "That depends. How much did you, did you like it?" And I was like, ah, "Of course. <laughs> I mean, of course, man. No, guys, I I, I did. I love this book. It had a different. It had a." Diff- it had a slightly different tone from the first one. I wouldn't say it was as metal, but at the same time, it is the book we fucking need right now, man. Um, It's, it's, it really is. Everybody's at each other's throats. And at the same time, it's, i just fucking all get along, man. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I, I really think it was just uh, reading it in the time of everything right now in such a divisive state. It, it felt it felt good. This was really something we needed. We something we didn't na- need to take too serious. We get a laugh the whole way through, but at the same time, the message. I mean, it's very right in your fucking face. Me-
1: Metal Shark Ira 2020. Is that what you're saying? Dude, oh, I mean, dude, totally, they're, man. They are <laughs> uniters. They will bring
0: the nation together. Oh man, double O
2: Ira, dude, double O Ira. I, I'm. T- oh, this is.
0: <laughs> he's just <laughs> saying is... that because Ira looks good in the tux and like. Dude, he does,
2: like that, dude, looks, he so does look gets. good in the tux. He he, dipped, <laughs> he he ditched the bowler hat and he's rocking the white tux, man. Like well, this
1: We is... we we um we wanted to play with Ira in the second version of the book in the second volume because Walter, when we were coming up with the book, Walter was like, in some part of the book, I want ira to be like a super spy like james bond and that's why that whole first scene is in there because that was walter's idea so we're like sure okay that's fine so like we just wrote a scene basically to something that ira to to what walter wanted to do and then it was just fun to put him in clothes so then we just kept putting him in clothes (laughs) the issue because it's just silly and kind of goofy to imagine this giant eyeball with tendrils wearing clothes. So we were like, all right, he's having fun with it. I think we even wrote a joke in there for him wearing clothes. Like, you're really taking this whole clothes thing, huh? <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. We just had as much fun with it as we can. We just wanted to kind of push the envelope and enjoy ourselves because Kevin and I, I don't, I'll, I'll answer this and then I'll be quiet for all like Kevin talk um when he says that on every interview i, I do i just never <laughs> stop. but the, po- the point being is that the first book was more nerve-wracking to write because we didn't know if people wanted to come on the adventure with us and then once we saw the support that the book had once we funded that first kickstarter when the second one came around we're like okay cool they kind of are buying into what we're doing so let's just keep going so now it kind of gives us Carblage and 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 a freedom as storytellers to kind of do whatever we want to do at this point because no one's going to pick up a Metal Shark Pro issue and go, I oh, can't. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because look what we've already done. Like look at all the things that have already happened. You know, yes. like nobody's going to go. Oh, I can't see that happening. That's pish posh, sir. And then put the book back on the shelves and leave. Like we're we're good.
0: So we can take it as far as we want to, and that's what we plan on doing. Tell them, Kev. I mean he's right with that because when we first started coming up with all this stuff with what we wanted to do with uh, metal shark, it was hard to come up with what metal shark wanted in the first book. Like that was a question we had asked ourselves because we just started writing a book based on a silly idea, but we had no idea like what this character would want when we first started writing it. So we had to ask ourselves, what would he want as a shark? And of course, if you've read the first book spoilers, uh, he wants to be a shark again because mm. being a human sucks. So Using that as a foundation and everything else that comes after that, it, it it just got more ridiculous as we went along as we tried to make each other laugh and top the other one's stupidity. Um and then this one it was a little less of topping each other each other's stupidity, but like what's the story here behind this other character that we thought of when we were doing the the end of the first one? Um and like why would we do this and why why is it this and why do we name the character Hamzig and all that stuff? Um and that's to go back to the book, "Silly Roots." Um, like the the joke at the beginning of the book was when we said we were going to make this into this. I was like, "Well, Danzig needs a hug." So the, mm. the joke that was, and and if you've read the book, you know that uh, spoilers that, that that Hamzig also needs a hug. So mm. um, so th- there was the the joke there, and we wanted it to be something that small and cute, but like but evil and scary. Uh, that's kind of Glenn Danzig in in like a nutshell, like I, minus the cute part, maybe.
2: So, um, <laughs> I get you, man no its and it it still has those metal roots for sure like keeping keeping hamzig in there was it definitely still makes this metal shark bro I mean you gotta you gotta have a you gotta keep some sort of musical pun going in there, uh and hamzig is just so fucking perfect man well Kevin, uh, got,
1: Kevin loves hamster puns like that's his yeah. jam. okay we were, we were gonna do an all ages book that we could still do, I guess at some point, even though I don't know, but uh Kevin had an idea for a ham vampires like their little hamster vampire things and so kevin just that's loves true. hamster puns like that's his wheelhouse so anytime you see a hamster pun in a book that's all him
0: that's my fault yeah <laughs> i'll take responsibility for because, that because go ahead kevin good <laughs> good ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. You, you had a funny thing to say well, when after.
1: we were writing the, when we were getting ready to write the second volume kevin was just like hamzig and i was like what are you talking about and he's like hamster danzig and i was like What are we going to do with that? He's like, that's the bad guy. So then we had a bad guy. We just had to kind of figure out a way to work in Kevin's hamster pun. And that's what we were able to do. The whole book (laughs) is just working in Kevin's hamster pun. That's That's all it is. Sure. So that's what, that's it, how man. the second book came about. It was like, well, what do we do now? And Kevin was just like, What about hamster danzig? <laughs> like, all right. Like, <laughs> that's kind of exact. I was in my driveway when we had the conversation. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, okay, that works. Hamster Danzig, let's do it. Hamzig. I was like,
0: all right. And, and then he goes, Didn't you want to use vampire hamsters in the other book that we were doing? I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I, I thought it'd be a cool scene because like hamsters they go in those plastic clear rolling balls and to have a bunch of like vampire hamsters chasing the heroes in this elementary, like uh, YA readers book that like up a hill and the, and the rolling balls is funny. No, it's a great idea. Like, That's I think funny. it's awesome. It just, needs to happen. But we essentially just
1: wrote volume two around Hamzig. Yes. Hamzig. Like, that was the whole thing. So then yeah. we had to figure out, like, well, who is Hamzig and what is he and what's he doing and, and what's his motivation for things? And it just kind of came up that, like, well, why would Metal Shark Bro be Beelzebub's first attempt at something like that? If that makes sense without getting too yep. kind of analytical about it, but like so of course he would create other things because he had such he just did it on a whim, so we just kind of worked backwards, okay, so he created Metal Shark Bro, but maybe before he created Hamzig, mm-hmm. and so Hamzig looks at Bielzebra as like a father figure, so Hamzig wants revenge against Metal Shark Bro for killing his dad, so it's like oh so then it's just it's another tale of revenge it's just kind of turned on its ear. And another thing that I really enjoy about the second volume is the fact that Metal Shark Bro gets brutalized. I mean, he's just beaten. T- I don't think he wins a fight in the whole no. book. Like no, he just right. gets his ass kicked. It's very much Jack Burton in, uh, Big in, in Big Trouble Little China. Jack Burton doesn't win a fight, but he always comes out on top somehow. And Metal Shark Bro is kind of the same way in this book. Like we had that vision too. Like, Because in the first one, he comes off as so dashing and B.A. that he's just beating up everything and everybody. In the second book, like it'd be fun to kind of have a different take on him where he just kind of gets worked over and over and over again. And that's kind of how it goes for Metal Shark Bro. It's not a pleasant experience for him.
0: I think the only time he goes over in the second book is when he's a shark, actually.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's, that's yes,
0: only only You are absolutely right. The, yeah. the
2: laser beam mouth, man. He, it's not to... <laughs> like he was shooting
0: teeth at it.
1: It's teeth. If you go back and look at it, it's teeth. But yeah, that's the only time he wins a fight. The rest of the book, uh, Hamzik beats him twice. The, the ninja nuns mess him up. Uh, excuse me, not the ninja nuns, but the, the meth gators mess him up on several occasions. So it's just like he's just constantly getting worked over in this book. And I thought that was kind of fun to show a different side of it.
2: Well, I love that you brought up the the meth gators because I I, I remember how that that spawned about because I think we both read the, the fucking Florida Man headline at the same time. Yes, yes. Because the second I read it, I wanted to message over Kevin the fucking email or the 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 article but before i could even do it walter already had a fucking design sent and kevin sent it over to me so i gotta see <laughs> meth Gator ahead of time i was like you guys are too fast on this you guys knew this is perfect because i know for i mean from you know our last interview metal shark bro was spawned from the silly notion that and not silly very true and scientifically factual notion that sharks just respond best to metal music
1: yes and that's yeah. that's
2: how the you know the original idea came about so for you guys to come up with a villain based on you know another fucking metal ass headline alligator consumes bunch of meth and <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's bobby again because he <laughs> sent it over to our, we have a group chat that's a metal shark bro group chat and he sent that up there and he's like oh we should use this for a villain and then bef- but the same day he sent it up walter had drawn that yeah meth uh, he would already drawn it up and we were like this is this is dope. Like, let's It's use so it. much fun. Like yeah. with,
1: the, with the needle, like the random needles in them and the weird <laughs> pimples and stuff. Like it's just, it's so much fun. And that's the kind of cool collaborative part about the book because we can suggest whatever we want to. And we're like, hey, Walter, we should do this. He's like, that sounds stupid. But again, Walter kind of already understands what we're doing and where we're going. So it gives us as writers a lot of freedom to do what we feel is best for the book as long as there's not buildings involved. Or horses <laughs> like Walter doesn't want to draw buildings and he doesn't want to draw horses and the he got cars, a li- thing he got a yeah no he was yeah. okay with the cars did you see those cars that he drew the oh dude those the fucking Smoky thunderbirds the, yeah the smoke the thunderbirds yes that was beautiful wasn't it oh
2: my god that yeah, was so yeah. fucking like that was the most metal goddamn thing of the whole goddamn <laughs> book dude are yeah. you fucking kidding me yeah. those thunderbirds we thunder want to make those into toys holy
1: shit those thunderbirds <clears throat> were awesome yeah cuz i basically wrote i wrote like smokey and the bandit with wings and he was like all right he's like i can't believe that like, you're making me draw all these damn cars but I was like, dude, they look so awesome. Like they are, they look amazing. And well, and that's the thing. Like we were talking to our buddy, Jamie Jones, who's if you haven't read the baboon, do yourself a favor. Like just check out the Jamie's baboon amazing. by Jamie yeah. Jones. Jamie, he's got a, he's got a book on Kickstarter right now. Uh, it's like lemonade, pink, pink lemonade. lemonade oh Jim shit. Brett. Yeah. Jamie's, okay. our, like, Jamie's our homeboy, Like we love Jamie so much. He's such a clever, like creative guy. So um Walt he was saying that well with the book you guys really let Walter kind of flex his muscles and that's what it is for us. I mean if if Kevin and I wanted to write prose, we'd write fucking prose. You know what I'm saying? Like if we wanted to sit down and write a novel, we could try to write a novel, but then I would get confused between first person. Though. And it would just be like, where do I put the periods and stuff? In the this is a fucking nightmare. But with with comics, it's Kevin and I have a real understanding that, like, hey man, this is a visual medium. It, we have to give the reader something fun to look at, something that catches their eye and kind of like they, they get it. Like, this is cool. This is a great design. And that's what a lot of the books that I like as a comic book reader have. They have really strong and great designs. Like you read a book like Headlopper by Andrew McLean or whatever his name is. Um, I think that's his name. Andrew, is it McLean or McLean? I think, I think it's, it's McLean. 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 Think it's McLean. Like you look at that book and everything in that book is so well designed and the artwork is so good kill all monsters by our friend jason copeland and michael may you look at that book and you're just blown away by this 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 these this panel work of like these giant robots fighting monsters and you're just like wow man this is just really good stuff so that's what we kind of like to do for the artists we just kind of get out of their way man like we'll give them some cool ideas but then you know hey man see what you can come up with and a lot of we've been very lucky in working with some very creative people that have really done a great job also yeah. i'd go ahead you, go oh i'm ahead.
2: finding my some of my favorite books uh I, after i interview these creators i realize the best books are the ones where the 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 writers give the the, the artist as much creative control as, as as yourselves for the most part i mean there uh, you guys as a matter of you guys
0: list walter first in the uh, um in the credits yeah, yeah cause he does the heavy lifting like that that's what like about the way bobby said me like you, that's how we look at it like walter um like he, he helps us with it's not like he doesn't come up with ideas too he does like like he, we just talked about the IR idea he had and the first one he had a couple other ideas um so like he'll add to what we're doing and like um giving him the freedom to do that makes the book better in our opinion. The collaboration of of the three of us together makes it better because like, uh, if he didn't have that freedom, if he was work for hire per se, and he wasn't a a co-owner of of the property, the intellectual property, he he might not be so free with those ideas. But the fact that we're like, Hey man, you own this just as much as we do. He's going to put his best foot forward. He's going to put his ideas in. Uh, We're going to try and stay out of his way. We're going to try and collaborate and make the best possible book that we can make and make it insane um, because we want to do something different at the same time as creating, you know, something fun for you to look at. We also want to do something different, and all those things are not easy um, when you put it all together and throw it in a blender. Because sometimes that doesn't work. Um, no. So we get lucky enough when we um, allow like the freedom and that we do to where it doesn't like come off the wrong way or uh, go uh, awry in a way uh, to where it could it could be not as good. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, like I said, it's 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 the perfect balance between you three. The way you guys throw out comedy and everything, uh, and how his ability to to, to make sure that the that it lands visually just as well. I mean, it's it, it's it's a, an amazing trio. And the fucking lettering, man. We can't forget about Chaz. Like, he yeah. really does deserve that that cover credit for
1: sure. Well, Chaz does a lot more than just the just, letters. Like, yeah. I mean, he's the editor as well. So, like, Got, we, yeah, man. we finish the script, we send it to Chaz, and then he gives us notes. I think this should happen. I think that should happen. And, you know, most of his notes, I don't think I've ever read – chaz's notes after a script and go he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about like he's so <laughs> off pace. like he always brings and that's what a good editor does like they'll bring their own like well, what about this and this is a little confusing or what if we went in this direction so it's you know and then sometimes i'll even take chaz's notes into consideration while i'm working on a script like the um issue two the second part of metal shark bro volume two after he goes to heaven and comes back to Earth, uh, there's a big demon fight there where he meets the meth gators. Well, initially when we were writing the script, we had a scene planned out where Metal Shark Bro and Ira were going to go to a library and do some research about Hamzik Island and then meet the meth gators and then get into a fight there. But I was thinking of Chad's notes as I was writing. I was like, that's too much much chitter chatter. Like we need to get to it. So that's why we just started right off with fighting just to kind of skip that part out. So, i thought it was
2: brilliant man i loved it like it just no, because it that once again it plays into how metal this is like a, a real metal book isn't gonna have a whole bunch of fucking fluff in the middle man it's this it, is get down to it let's get yeah. to the fight let's get there so the so I mean, one thing just... i am
1: bummed out about though is that walter cut uh, uh metal sharks bro's beard because i really want him to have a beard Aww. for the rest of the, the book but then he got that shave on one of the pages and i was like that's so, oh, man. <laughs> maybe one day we can bring back Mal- like i would like to see metal shark bro with like a lamy perhaps or like a be, maybe a, a, like a Lando like a little mustache. <laughs> no man he needs a cuff he
0: needs a cuff. He needs the oh, cuff beard is yeah, he the top he top thing.
1: Yeah he does he needs yeah, one so of those I, man. I love how it just blends right into your shirt like you can't tell where your face is. Well, there, there's my net and so. your shirt. Like if I, like if like I left that, my just, <laughs> doesn't even look like Wolfman Jack we've been calling him Wolfman Jack <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but uh, but yeah, we just, I mean, cause that's, again, that's the whole thing, man. You want to make your artist feel like they're a part of the process and that you want to make them feel like their opinions on things are valued. If you treat your artist like shit, they're going to treat your work like shit. And they're going to treat your book like shit. If you treat your artist like, like a, a big member of your team, then you'll get better results. I think that's one thing that writers, new writers, at least to this this comic book thing don't fully understand
2: yeah man there's, there's i see so many of these posts and they're really just putting out casting calls for draw monkeys and yeah. everything and you know that's not cool man i immediately just kind of like i i have reservations about that project or that that creator you know and just immediately for i don't know i'm i just respect the artist way too no much. No,
0: no there's no such thing as respecting the artist way too much i mean because when we start a product, the first thing we ask an artist that we like their art is like, well, what kind of things do you want to draw? Because we've got ideas for scripts already, but we don't write the script until we have the artist on board. So mm-hmm. until the artist is in the mix and we know who we're going to use for a certain project that we have an idea for, we don't just start the script and be like, oh, draw, monkey, draw. Like, yeah. that's not very, that's insulting. Like, the, we wouldn't want somebody to be like, write, monkey, write. So um, you got to treat the artist how you would want to be treated. Uh, And we consider that in, in the process when we first start this whole thing, it's like, Oh, I like so-and-so's art. And then if I'm saying it, Bobby will take a look. If he's saying it, I'll take a look. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's cool. And he'll be like, yeah, this is really cool. Do you look at this one? And then we'll send each other the things that the highlights of what we really like. So one of us will contact that person and be like, Hey, um, we've got this idea. It's not fully fleshed out. Like, we would like you to draw it like if you're not busy sometimes they are so like uh, it depends on like what they say so and then they're like oh yeah i'll totally i would totally like to do something like that like I- I'm, in- I'm into that or or what would you like to draw what type of things because this might not be the script for you the one we were thinking of but we have other ideas so like how about we bring you in on this idea and then you can like we'll we'll the three of us will have like a facebook messenger session we'll we'll throw ideas back and forth for a couple weeks before we start scripting on it
1: that's normally Um, our favorite question to ask a a potential partner in creativity is what do you like to draw what would you like to draw and then based on their answer Kevin and I are creative enough to kind of come up with something kind of tailor made for them granted it may still be like an idea that we have we just tweak it a little bit to try to make it fit whatever that person wants to do. So, because right. again if you're just going like hey man what do you want to like we got this idea it's like a western with you know an old west town and a mine and the writer's like i don't really want to draw horses
0: you or know what caves, i'm saying so or then, caves, then yeah. yeah then
1: you're automatically off on the wrong foot but if you yeah. go to an, an artist that you admire and say hey man like oh i really dig your stuff and i'm saying man without pronouns or gender oh
2: no for sure
1: but i just want to make that clear oh, um, yeah. But when i'm saying like hey Uh, so-and-so, like, we love your stuff. What would you like to, what do you like to draw? Like, what are you interested in doing? Oh man, I would really like to do something like this. Okay, then Kevin and I put our heads together and we try to come up with something because we feel, again, that makes the best kind of collaborative process that you can have.
0: And and we include the artist in those conversations most of the time. So like, let's say we had an idea that, that it's this plus this and the artist is like, well, what if we added this in? Most of the time... That we can work with that, like we can find a way to make that happen
1: and i can I can't speak for Kevin on this part, but I can honestly say that when I hear that as a writer, when they go, "Well, what if we did this, then I know they're it." Mm-hmm. Then I know they're hooked. Then gotcha. I know that we've got them almost like we we were able to kind of throw the net. <laughs> we fucking caught them. You know, <laughs> we'll now see. now we're good to go. And now we're gonna get a book. We're gonna get a book that everybody's gonna like. And that's kind of what we did with Metal Shark Pro to bring it back around with Walter. And for Walter, it was just something as simple as well, the comma doesn't make sense. Because initially the title of the book was Metal Shark, comma, bro, exclamation point. And that was Walter's thing. The comma just isn't going to be a nightmare. And so once we heard that, we're like, okay, cool. If that's the dumbest thing Walter thinks about this
0: book, then we're golden, baby. Fuck you know what i yeah, yeah.
1: like, We're good. You're,
0: you're okay with everything else and goat wizards <laughs> like, and stuff? And you're worried about the comma? All right. Then, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Let's do There's it. There's lots and,
1: more you could have complained about. Yeah. And, and Walter, and again, we can't stress it enough, man. He was such a joy to work with um, we're we're hoping that his schedule. He said he's got like 50 weeks of work ahead of him. Do so it. we're already kind of plotting and planning Metal Shark Pro Volume Three. So we've got that outlined already. We're good to go with that. Kevin and I come, came up with something that we've already we've already pitched Walter, and he likes it. So we're good. Um, but in the meantime, um, Idle nice Hands. segue. Nice segue. Uh, Idle Hands will do the devil's work. So during which is his, what we're doing. Yes, in the during the pandemic. Uh, Kevin, myself and Chaz Pangburn, the editor of Metal Shark Bro, we got together and we said, hey, let's do a Ninja Nun spinoff. So, we're actually in the process of doing that now. Brian, I can share with you the covers. Yes, um, you need to see these, Brian. Yeah, oh. I'll share them with you because I can share my screen with you. So, we talked to Jason Copeland, who runs our Star Wars uh, RPG oh, tabletop game. He's a wonderful guy who does Kill All Monsters, which is a really great book. And we also talked to um, Liana Kangas. Liana Kangas, who is on She Says Destroy. And she is so fucking talented. So we, we talked to them about doing covers and we talked to some other artists about doing short stories. So we wrote a couple scripts and we have like a 40-page book we're getting ready to launch on Kickstarter. It'll be out in stores in probably December. December, yeah. Yeah. So here, let me show you this. It looks really killer, man.
0: Yes, I think you'll like it, Brian.
1: So what we did was like we decided, hey, man, people really like these ninja nuns. Uh-huh. So let's t- let's do a short. like a, It's like an anthology piece of ninja nuns. So it's anywhere from two to 12 page stories about the adventures of the Ninja Nuns in the Metal Shark Bro universe. So we're really excited about it. We didn't want to do like a, a continual story. See, there's the... there's the Oh my the, fucking God. The one, <laughs> I love his reaction. This is Jason Copeland's cover. This is Jason so Copeland's good. cover. Yeah. Holy um, fuck, Jason dude. Copeland's a big fan of Frank Miller. So he was... Because First we asked him to do it and then he's like, hey, can I do a double page spread? And we're like, whatever. A Jason. wraparound. He's like, yeah. can I do a wraparound cover? Yeah. yeah, we said, yeah, Jason, you like doing shit like that, so have at so that's jason's cover which looks really oh awesome God. um this will be available in previews and then this is the other cover from this Brianna is the one yeah. from mrs Kangas, who is so talented and so wonderful
2: Dude, i'm loving this new style that artists are starting to develop not everything is just this fucking the marvel and dc way now uh it, it, people are starting to to exaggerate more but at the same time not go cartoony i'm loving this fucking trend of artists these are just the
1: covers here let me show you we'll have the kickstarter cover that i don't think i have in this um i think it's in another chat Um, but yeah so we have a kickstarter cover that's an exclusive by our friend and artist dan franco who did a story with us Uh, And again, it's just three stories. It's like, it's what, four stories? And we're just telling telling different stories, like just little adventures for the Ninja Nuns because we didn't want to invest. We didn't want to do an ongoing and not finish it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So what we did was we're just going to do this little anthology book, put it out there, kind of keep the Metal Shark Bro universe moving. And then hopefully in about you know uh you know maybe a couple months after that we can start volume three which is what we want to do anyway and if not then we'll tell more ninja nun stories because we yeah. have more ideas so we'll just keep building the world because that's what we're doing at this point
0: what okay. we try to do is give the people what they like when when we were would go to cons uh when there were still cons happening and stuff people would say like well, i really like those ninja nuns like we heard that a lot that was one of the top comments we heard uh, the other ones were stuff like um what about the band Metal Shark Bro was in before he became Metal Shark Bro, the guy that got eaten by Metal Shark Bro? What about that band? I want to know about that. We'd hear, like, there are weird little things, like, where did Ira come from? Which we which we also answered with Metal Shark Bro, too. So we try to, like, provide answers for the questions people are asking us at cons and, like, pay attention to what people who say they love the book would want to see. Uh, so the Ninja Nuns was one thing that we said that they would like, they told us they would like to see. So what we did was we talked about, well being that bob likes a lot of old tv what if the ninja nuns were kind of like charlie's angels so mm-hmm. that was how we came up with it but they're like you know they answer to the old priest uh the old uh, bishop in the first metal shark row and he was in the second one mm-hmm. and they answer to the young priest that's with him they're like those are like the, the two people that they answer to and then the the cardinal who comes over the speaker every now and then like um like uh, the old charlie's angel show so we did that and and just had like random ideas for crazy stories that we wanted to put together just to have them do some stuff. And if, if it does well, uh, they'll, we'll definitely do more of it with different artists because um, Walter wants to go and have time to work on other stuff that he wants to work on. And this this side project allows us to still keep doing stuff with Metal Shark since we're writers and we can always be writing something. Uh, it allows us to keep that Metal Shark Bro um, sort of train rolling while Walter's busy working on other things. And then when he's ready to get back to Metal Shark, bro, we can do that.
2: Yeah, so. you, you guys have seriously low key created an enormous universe in just a matter of matter of a couple of volumes. You guys have so much to play off of uh, to 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 give a uh, to buy yourselves time for Metal Shark Bro. I mean, even if it's a couple of years now, I mean, I could see you guys playing more into that that Island of Misfit Bros again, man. Hamzik Island.
1: Yeah, we had. Uh, I did another interview a couple nights ago with a guy, and it's fun when people read Metal Shark Bro because everyone has different questions, and we've heard this question in the past, and it was. What happened to the other guy in the band from the first volume? Because his buddy gets eaten by the shark. What happens to the other guy? What what does he do? Oh, oh, and shit, yeah. Kevin and I have talked about what that guy does too. So like yeah. if people are willing to go with us, then we're willing to take the steps, which is cool because once you get that first volume in your hands and you read it and go, wow, this is really fun, then that gives Kevin and I the the fun to play with everything else. So maybe we'll just do that, you know, because only Walter's gonna draw Metal Shark Bro. He was he was insistent upon that. Like when we were talking about the Ninja Nun book, he was like, is Metal Shark bro in any of these stories? Because if they are, I'm gonna have to approve the drawings.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like,
1: he's protecting yeah. his baby. I thought that the was the awesome. nipples
2: have to be the right yeah. diameter. Yeah, yes, I, yes. I mean it's <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I no
2: that you that just goes to show that he 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 is in this. I mean do so I believe- would say
1: like, it's the, time. The, most the, the time conversations the that, blowing up. that we all have, it's like, where's our fucking TV show? <laughs> and <like> most <laughs> of the time, it's Walter who's leading the charge on that. Like, how come we don't have a cartoon yet? what's going on with this? I don't yeah. get it. And it's like, man, these things take time. And so we're just, we're just moving along, man. We're just, we just want to tell fun stories. We just like to engage the reader. And when you, Brian, when you were so amped on that book, it, Metal Shark, Volume 1 and, and the second one, it makes us so excited as creators, because again, people want to go on these journeys with you. So as long as you're down, we're down. So let's just keep doing it.
2: Oh, yeah. dude, I'm, I'm here to champion the, the, the fucking shark until the, the wheels fall off, man. Like this is, this <laughs> is, would, is my dude. Do we this jump is... the
0: shark? Wait, never, we
2: yeah, see, uh, <laughs> I think we did that a long time
0: ago. Kevin. Like, <laughs> I'm, sure, Kevin, I'm sure we did. See,
2: I think that's the beauty of the book. the, the shark has been jumped before you guys even get in. Like, it's that's true. the safety net right there. It's like, true. it's uh, the the shark is kind of I don't know, <laughs> but the it's perfect.
1: <laughs> I love them, and like that's the thing. I love Metal Shark, bro. We've had so much fun with it. It's just so cool to do. And again, the fact that people kind of believe in the book enough to do it. The Kickstarter for the Ninja Nuns book that we're working on. Um, I already sent it to Kickstarter to get approved. Hopefully we plan on launching like August 3rd or 4th. When okay. we do that, we'll kind of spread the word about that. It's going to be a low goal. Um, we just want to cover some printing and pay the artists what they deserve. Um, so yes, but the book is basically done at this point. We just need to yeah. letter it and put it together and wow, send man. off to the printer. Because I mean- Kevin and I were just working. Like, that's all we've been doing. Like we've been trying to get some stuff done. We're working on a pitch that we want to send out that we're doing with Tony Grigori, uh, called dust pirates. That we'll he help. also did one of the stories for the Ninja Nuns. Yeah. He so, did one of the stories for the Ninja Nun right. book. So we're working with Tony for that. Um, yeah. So we're just going, man. We got some pitches we want to work on. Kevin and I have a couple other ideas. I want to talk to, uh, Liana, uh, Kangas about doing some stuff cause she's so good and she's so wonderful and her work is so fucking awesome. And like now, we just got to throw
0: the hook out. Like,
1: hey, we should do something together. What do you like to draw? And uh-huh. then we'll go from there, man. You know, and that's and hopefully she'll and
0: hopefully she'll want to work with two idiots because yeah. then then we're good. She did yeah. say
1: nice things about us on Twitter. I don't know if you saw <laughs> I mean, that on Instagram. She said we seem like nice humans, and so. Oh, that's a rare statement these days. That's a
2: rare statement to be heard. Nice humans. We don't see that on Twitter. (laughs) See,
1: the thing is, though, this is the thing, man. Like, just be nice to people. Just treat people how you want to be treated. Like, I can't, I, I know that sounds like the stupidest thing in the entire world, but like, if you want people to be nice to you, then you be nice to them. Just Jesus said yeah. it best,
2: man. I mean, it was, it was so fucking. Really? It was. It was perfect. It was yeah. so perfect, like it, at the very beginning. It's. I know, uh, from the outside, you may think, okay, this is. Uh, one may look at this and think, well, this is. This is just silly, but if you really look at it from you know uh, the beginning to end, that message is real it really is real and it, 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 it meant something to me very much so. i mean i I read the book fucking twice guys uh, it's, <laughs> i've only had it for like i don't know 13 days or something like I'm that. i'm just glad
1: you got it and i'm sorry that you got it in such shabby condition. Ah, not a big
0: deal dude I'll not have a to big t- deal I'll at all have to talk
1: to my local post office i was gonna buy them lunch too but if they're gonna but i don't oh. think it's their fault but we'll go from there
0: we can try and send you another one too brian yeah if to you know you know too, we'll send you another copy of course if you wear that one out do not be afraid to ask yeah, <laughs> and um
1: like i said the kickstarter is starting here in August. August is a big month for us because we got a Kickstarter coming out, okay. issue one. One of
0: uh, Metal Shark Bro two comes in, out August sixth, in the stores, and then in uh, well, October the the full yes. trade drops. So yes. the full trade for that that you've mm-hmm. gotten through Kickstarter, the general public can get that in August, and the order code uh-huh. is is something like a two zero one five seven one. Is, is it's that right?
1: Aug twenty fifteen eighty one. I think because I gotcha. tweeted it earlier today. Let me see. It's on. I my... tweet, I, I I
0: Instagrammed it so. Mm
1: -hmm. it's on my linkedin i've been using my linkedin more often i don't know why
2: so Um, you guys are launching this to the public just kind of like you did with the original book where you put out the issue one and then you put it out just kind of like you were doing with the binge thing before that
0: that yes sir yep so yeah Uh, metal shark um, bro 2 will come out through scout yeah just like the first one so um
1: you can okay so it's a big month for kevin myself metal shark bro um, You can get your copy. If you didn't back the Kickstarter, shame on you, mama. Mm-hmm. If you didn't back the Kickstarter, you can get Metal Shark Bro Volume 2, Assault on Hamzig Island, order it from your local comic shop. The order code is August 20, 1571. Metal Shark Bro Volume 2, Issue 1, comes out on the 6th, and our Kickstarter launches on the 3rd, hopefully. So we got a lot of shit going on. But that's the way it is. I mean, we're having a good time. We're making books. We're 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 rocking it out, man. This is and, the dream, right? This is the dream. This if is man.
0: If you're a fan of uh, Jorge Corona's art on Middle West, uh, he also Damn. did the the scout of the scout version cover so you can yeah. go to the scout web store and and grab that up too because i think that's only a scout web store exclusive i
2: picked one up myself did jorge coronas another fucking beast in this industry i put him in that same line of these these artists right now that are taking the the, the visuals to a new level and tweaking things and he and his wife
0: morgan they, like jorge's such a nice dude yeah, like i really hope he is. listens to this cuz he's like such a warm like genuine dude uh, that when we met him for the first time like um he was so amped, uh, about metal shark bro, which was funny. Cause we didn't figure he even knew who we were. Hmm. Uh, we figured he had no idea who the hell Bob and I were. And then he's like, you guys did the metal shark bro thing. And, and we were like, yeah. And he was like, dude, that fucking thing looks sick. And so I was like, dude, that middle West. And he was like, hmm. yeah, he was like, yeah. And, and we were just kind of like, in awe of him, but I think he gave us some respect back, which we weren't expecting, you know, it was, yeah. it was very strange and he was super nice to us, wherein he's like working with Scotty Young and here we are doing books about a fucking metal shark guy. That, but that's the cool <laughs> part about it because like that, she says Destroy Book
1: looks so fucking great and like the artwork just slaps and it's so fucking cool. And then we were talking about cover artists for Ninja Nuns and Chaz was like, hey, what about uh, Liana? She's awesome. And we're like, all right, cool. Let's try that book is great. So we just, Chaz hit her up and she said, yeah, dude, sure, let's do it. Cause she had heard a Ninja. She had heard of Metal Shark Bro. She's like, oh yeah, I've heard of your book. That sounds awesome. So we just did it and here we are, dude. She, I mean, that cover is gorgeous.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, You might have to actually kind of send me that file just so i could look at it some we'll more see, dude, that, let's, let's it, not it. let's not go
0: crazy yeah, <laughs> <too> far, <Brian. laughs> we like you but not that much bro. <laughs> no, you're, you're pushing, you're pushing. yeah man
1: so we're just excited about it all man there's and thank you again for having us on i know you did an episode recently where you talked about the first book so like i don't want you to overload yourself on metal shark bro creators and Chit chat. but thank you for having us on and, and for always having us on and promoting our stuff we really appreciate it brian so thank you thank, thank you dude. Yeah
2: so fucking welcome guys so welcome you guys were one of my uh one of my first creator corners when this podcast started out and here we are now you guys are clearly fucking you've made it you, you i mean, Metal Shark <laughs> Rose I mean you, the, the cult I made, is the cult is dinner. here man. i don't
0: know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> I, I made it old-fashioned but it's gone now <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. I tell you what, though, in my eyes, you guys are as fucking celebrity as it gets, seriously, because oh, you guys created oh, one of my favorite things I read. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I, I really you, mean that, guys. It's, this, is, this is one of my favorite things. When people say I'm looking for something different, fucking Metal Shark Bro just comes out of my mouth. Uh I mean I, I have the fucking framed issue. I, see it. I, see it. I mean it's I scared the shit that's probably why he hasn't been on the podcast. I scared the shit out of him that day. That's what he, that's <laughs> what he told That's what he told us anyway. But that's the thing though, no, man,
1: like the people that and that's why we kind of know that we're on to something here because the, the, the people that dig Metal Shark, bro, and the people that like Metal Shark, bro, really, really. Yeah. Like there's nobody who's like, yeah it's okay. It's either, oh, this book's so dumb or it's, this thing is great and I love it. We even had one reviewer say, this book is so dumb and I don't know why I like it, but I just do. And then like the guy, Kevin, because Kevin sent the, the podcast to me that I listened to. This dude was honestly pissed at himself for liking this book because he was like, I don't know why I do. I shouldn't like this book, but I do, and it makes me mad. And we're like, Kevin to the like laughing out We were laughing.
0: <laughs> because when he first when he first said like when it when it was like in the previews, like uh, part of their podcast, like I was like Oh, this sounds like a stupid version, rip off version of like murder Falcon. These guys, Uh oh, middle shark, bro. It sounds so dumb. And then one of the other guys tears into it and this other guy tears into it two weeks later on their podcast, the guy's like, I actually got it. And, um, I'm ashamed to say that I
2: like it. <laughs> it's it hilarious. That's the, the the magic of fucking Satan, man. I'm telling you like it, you could just turn these people around. It's yeah. you, you guys killed it. You that's you okay. killed it. Thanks, I I've, I've never showed anybody this book that didn't like it either. I've awesome. always championed this book. It's this is my shit. Um. So, well, wow. We what we'll probably
0: do next is like the adventures of Satan. Cause like he, he's, he's actually he runs a marketing. I mean, there's PR a whole firm. Bible about him. We don't need to
1: tell his story. We need to tell the book about the guy on the ship. Man. That's who needs a story. Well, or, I
0: mean, but then it's gotta be him and Satan, like hanging like, out together. Like, What yeah, if we cause... do,
1: what if we do a, a book about like, like a, a hard hitting drama about like meth gators trying to stay sober, man. Like, like that Michael Keaton movie. Like, what's it? <laughs> Bert, is it Bert? Birdman? No, not Birdman. <laughs> there's an old movie Michael Keaton did Stand and Deliver or something where like it's about him being in a halfway house or something.
0: With Edward James almost? I think so. I think, well, maybe. I mean, uh, I don't know. Like?
1: Is that Michael Keaton movie where he's like the, no, the Stand and Deliver something different. There's a Michael Keaton movie where he plays like a drug addict who's like living in a halfway house. Does hmm. anybody know what I'm talking about here? No, nobody no, nobody it's not it's
2: ringing so a about. bell, man.
0: I'm Googling it now. Keep talking. But you know, I'm just saying um, like, like, I can... I, I, I think we could do all of these stories and do like a MSB anthology. No No one would want that.
2: I could totally see an entire like twenty-page issue revolved around an intervention with Meth Gator. That's stupid, like you it. idiot, Bob. The movie's
1: called Clean and Sober. You should, I mean, uh,
2: yeah. just do like
1: a, a movie Clean and Sober but with Meth Gator, where he's struggling to stay clean and like. But who's with Meth Gator while he does this?
0: see like we need, we need other to, characters,
1: man. There's other like which really, make weird we yeah, shit yeah, up. Yeah, while, yeah, okay, yeah. so yeah, so it'll be like a mix of like Cocaine
0: Octopus and Meth Gator, like yeah. in their struggles. Yeah, like,
1: it'll be like a ver- it'll be like. Clean, <laughs> And sober meets like one floor of the cuckoo's
0: nest. Cocanopus, like uh... <laughs> Oh man!
2: All right, Cocanopus. On this time, this day, this word was said.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: And we, we. And got, now you see how got the got magic this.
0: happens, Brian. It's I just do, that man. Easy. I fucking love
2: this. I, I love this so much, guys. This, oh, this has been my shit. This has been my shit. So. Um, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you, uh, thank you for thank i you mean for, for coming for, for on having for making if anybody me smile for sure this this book is the shit um i uh, I, I need to see toys. You guys need to find somebody that can has the time to 3D model, render. See, I know we need Walter. people
1: to come to us. If we go to people looking for toys, then they have the upper hand. If they come to us, then the ball is in our court. Yes. Hopefully, they'll make them for there. cheaper because, yeah. like, you
0: know, yeah, we, we can't we've, afford to make expensive toys. You guys make me
2: them. want to learn 3D modeling just so I could <laughs> fucking have a goddamn toy. So, uh, there's
0: yeah. a guy who made a metal shark bro out of pipe cleaners, and I sent that to the the, the team. I I, didn't, I I think I tweeted it out, but I, I sent it to the team right he sent it to me. And Walter's response is, who the hell made this? And it was like a posable like, pipe cleaner Metal Shark, bro. And it looked like Metal Shark, bro. It was actually pretty decent out of, out of pipe cleaners.
2: Different uh, <laughs> colored to pipe cleaners. We talked to, to some, we
0: talked to somebody about
1: doing a toy. Uh, we sent some feelers out, some emails. Hopefully we'll hear back. And, I mean, you know, that's all we can do, man. We just got to keep on keeping on. We're just going to keep making the book. And if we make enough good books and enough people read the books – People, will grow yes exactly and enough people like the books and people then eventually they'll be we can get a toy yeah and then we can get yeah. this stuff but it's just a matter of just keep doing it
0: that's all we don't can. have a toy but we do have a beer that's coming out from uh, in August from one of the uh, Richmond local uh, well in Virginia. Uh, not too far from me, there's a brewery that was interested in doing a beer. So um, we'll have that. But Metal Shark Bar will have its own beer at intermission brewery in uh, Lake Glen Allen. So, will it be available to non-locals of the
2: area? I am
0: not sure how the availability will work. Um, okay. I, I'm, I'm sure with COVID, they're probably going to do something. Because I think originally it was slotted for cans. But as you know, there's like an aluminum can shortage. So okay. I think Walter is actually designing the label for it as well because uh, the owner of the brewery asked him to do the label for it so like it would be something cool to have so if you can get what you know you can look them up they're at their intermission brewery and they're out of Glen Allen Virginia um, oh. and uh, you can ask them because I don't want to speak for them as far as that goes all, all we've done is, is we've told them they have the, the permit like our permission to make this beer with our character on it that's so, so. fucking awesome so there you go. just kind of crazy considering Bobby doesn't drink <laughs> <laughs> it's all my fault we have a beer but well, it's still cool to have a beer like how often you get to say you had something like where somebody else was like hey can we make a beer and because I did a signing there because uh, they have a thing called books with brews so I did a signing there and the and the owner um and his and his wife are very into like nerd culture so um the, one of the people there who had arranged a signing she her name is Renee and she's a dog trainer she was like they should make a beer here for you guys. And then the owner was like, yeah, we should do that. And I was like, are you kidding? Are you fucking around right now? Because I will totally buy, like I will be drinking that beer everywhere I go because it's like <laughs> branding as well. I'm like, oh yeah, like, you know, um, so I will be drinking that beer everywhere if you make that beer. So yeah, yeah, I'm in. Like you want to make a beer? I'm in. Like let it's me talk to the good. other guys and make sure they're cool with it. So and that's it what is, happened.
2: It, it's it's per- Well, let me ask this. I mean, if Metal Shark sure. Bro were to drink beer, what kind of beer would Metal Shark Bro drink?
1: I mean, I would say high life because that's what I used to drink back in the day. But that was was before beer got all fancy and cool and shit. Yeah, yeah, before craft was cool. I've been sober for 13 years, so I'm out of that. Like, it's still weird to me that... People don't drink the way I used to drink and stuff like that, but I would say Miller High Life. Kevin's probably got
0: some like hoity-toity bullshit answer. I do, I do. He'd be hating on my beer snobbery. Um, (laughs) It's like it's probably something from a bourbon barrel. Why and why not? See, like
1: what is that? What is that? You know what comes out of a bourbon barrel? Bourbon. That's what comes out of a bourbon barrel. And great
0: and great dark beer. Metal Shark, Metal Shark,
1: bro drinks. Uh, high life and shots of Jack Day.
0: No, he wants he wants a <laughs> beer as dark as his soul, like uh, me. See, like but that's me. the thing. Metal Shark
1: Bro is not a very dark soul. He's a very cheery and friendly guy. That's why people but, like him.
0: But, but he works for Satan, so he wants something that like Metal that, that is intense Bro, and Metal dark. Shark, Metal Shark Bro works for himself.
1: And I think no, no. Metal Shark Bro is not dark and evil. He's a good dude, and I think that's why people like him because he's, he's likable. He's a likable guy
0: like Oval guys don't drink miller high life friends don't let them drink the champagne of beers okay i used to when i was drinking
2: <laughs> oh man did i just ask the most divisive metal no show we're just fact. playing we're, we're mostly messing around with each other this is what we I do fucking love it guys this is awesome man i i would i would love to be a fly on the wall on the in the in your little digital or virtual writing rooms you're, however you guys create this stuff we talked about that in the first podcast we go. don't need to get into all that um you okay. guys you thank you for having us on it. thank keep you yes. please keep killing it um hey it, you guys need anything always hit up cheers to comics man we,
0: what we need you to do is back the, the ninja Nuns book brian that's what we need. Well, well, I, you, you no, i'm kidding need kevin <laughs> hasn't
1: he done enough <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: no no all right no. Fine. <laughs> Um give him a free Metal Shark Bro beer. Like he's yeah. in already. See? Done. <laughs> Fucking sold, man. Good. My One life is took good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, man. Uh, thank you so much. You guys, uh you guys take care. Cheers.
1: All right. Cheers.